the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 970 presents Eye on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information. From the hot properties in the tri-state to the latest in real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all of your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts. Call now, 866-970-9622. 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elliman's CEO, Dottie Herman. Good morning. I'm Dottie Herman, and you're listening to Ion Real Estate. It's the only talk show that's on the radio that's just about real estate and everything that has to do with real estate, which seems to be everything. It's been that way now, and it seems to be that way for the, the last 25 years I've been in the business. I call real estate the universal language. Everyone wants to hear about it. Everyone wants to know about it. Everyone's interested in it. Most people want to buy it, and everyone has to live in some real estate. (laughs) So I'm joined by Andrew Lieb, and Andrew is a prominent real estate attorney, author, and lecturer. He's a kind of a virtual encyclopedia about real estate law. Andrew will be happy to answer any legal questions you have, so give us a ring at 866-970-9622. Ace Barsu Parp is with us today. Ace is Vice President of Residential Lending at Citizens Bank, which works with Douglas Elliman as preferred lender. Citizens is one of the nation's oldest and largest financial institutions, and we thank them for their support. They also support their customers by providing an integrated experience that includes mobile and online banking, 24-7 customer contact center, and the convenience of approximately 3,200 ATMs. You can easily find more information at citizensbank.com. Good morning, Dottie. Good morning, Ace. I'm so glad to see you. I am just back from Marrakesh, but I, which was, well, I I'll know, tell you I about hear. it in a second. Yeah. But I must have caught a bug. I am in bed for two and a half days, and I hope I can make it through the show. I told the driver, you better stay and wait for me just in case. I can't, because <laughs> I really can't breathe. I don't know what I caught, but I have... Been, but it was all worth it. I uh, never been to Marrakesh before. I was invited for a kind of a destination wedding, if you may say. And um, it was called. They asked us to celebrate a Marrakesh family fantasy oh, wow. weekend. And when I say I didn't, I talked to people there. It was an international crowd. A with some people from Douglas Elliman, of course, but I, I would say to them, I don't know how to describe this. It's kind of a fantasy, and they said there is no way to describe it. And every day was a different event, and one better than the other, kind of over the top. Wow. It started off by a, a listing, which one of our agents, uh, Jason Walker, took in Marrakesh, because wow. you know... Uh, Douglas Elliman is very international. 
And this was a man named Daniel Schlashler, who I grew to really enjoy. He was at every event. I spent a lot of time with him. And the first night, we had a cocktail party at what was his guest house. And Ace, and I have to tell you. It's not your typical guest house, I'm assuming. It was about 25,000 square feet. Oh, my God. And wow. it was over the top, and it was done in very Moroccan and just, just gorgeous. And I sat with the man because, Jason, you've got to go there early and meet him early. So I did. I got off a plane, and I basically got there. And um, he was such an interesting man to talk to. He owned a bank in Switzerland, and he... Uh, did you ever hear of Austin Healy's, that car? It's a race car. Uh, yeah, he bought the rights to that. He and he has all this stuff with cars, and he has a private museum in his next door house, which is forty thousand square feet. Um, wow. He invited me to that the following day. But as we were talking, I mean, his story was so great. He's from Switzerland. He said, "My dad, um, because he's totally successful and totally rich, but so down to earth." He said, my dad told me, like, you have to learn to do things on your own, so I'm not helping you. He said, so there I was. You know, I really didn't have anything. I struggled and, you know, went to school, graduated, went and got my master's. I couldn't afford a good car, so I got an old car, and that's how we got an old Dawson Healy. And he just said that he just, you know, worked his way up and— very successful entrepreneur, but he was talking about people. And he said, I really— don't like people that are just people that I think that they have money and that's what counts. He said, I just like people that I feel are interesting and successful or not successful but interesting, but I have to like them, and that's really the most important thing. And he was so not pretentious. We had a ball. And um, then I was invited to his – he invited me the next day to see his real house, which he lives in two months a year. And he had a private museum that I have to just tell you, I don't know a whole lot about cars, but <laughs> it was over the top. The museum was in Austin Healy, and it just had cars that were worth millions of dollars, and it was just, it was his passion. And I just, and um, we were talking because I have a bad hip, and we were talking about stem cell, um, because I said, oh, I think I'm going to end up, because I was limping. I had to walk through so many steps, and I said, I think I'm going to have to have this stupid operation. I really, He said, don't. He said, you know, it's not legal, I don't think, in the U.S., but he was talking a whole lot about stem cells, and he actually told me he had a hip thing himself. And apparently it's uh, illegal in parts of Europe. He said he went and had his stem cells in Frankfurt. He said he was like a different man. So... I started reading up on that. We'll see what happens. But Marrakesh was amazing. And, I mean, the people were great. The country is great. It's desert. And it really doesn't, like, you picture Africa, but you don't really picture Marrakesh. Uh, I mean, it's um, over the top. And, you know, I had a monkey. I mean, I am always preaching get out of your comfort zones. I've sent a lot of pictures out. But I actually had a monkey on me and actually it was on my head and thank god it was wearing a pamper a little baby monkey pamper because i heard it plop and then it decided 
that it wanted to play with my head and it started pulling my hair out. Okay. Ow. Wow. Yeah. But he was a cute monkey and, you know, monkeys I love. Even though people said, oh, you better be careful. You don't get anything after that. But worse, but that monkeys I like, even though he was kind of precocious. I then went and had a rattle, a snake. Like it was a 20-foot snake. And I have to tell you, I hate snakes. I hate worms. Oh, I hate you. anything <laughs> like that. And oh. I was afraid of it. It had that thing coming out of its mouth. And you should be afraid. I oh. was. And everyone just kind of looked at me. There was like 150 people there. And they're just like, oh, you can do it. They're... And I just, you know, said, okay. And I was so scared. And they wrapped the snake around me. And I took it in around my hand. Back. And it's mushy. it's mushy. It is mushy. Really? Okay. And I looked at the guy as it was wrapped around me. And I said, does, this, does these snakes bite? And he said, look at my finger. And his finger was half bitten off. <laughs> so, oh, my goodness. But I did it. And I sent out some great pictures with my snake. You're brave. You're brave, Dottie. Well, it's all about getting out of your comfort zones, <laughs> right? It. That's it. I think I wrote something. I, I wrote something on social media. When you're scared, either run for the hills or just face it head on and deal with it, right? I mean, that's what choices do you have? But it was just a wonderful, and I met such interesting people there from all over, and it was a really a, a celebration of love. I mean. These two gentlemen know these people from some from when they were little kids, some from business. Um, actually, I think one of them, I mean, um, Mr. Schlosser was a neighbor. And it just was full of joy and love and lots of fun. And, of course, uh, anything goes there. So it was belly dancers and fire and torch and guys with torches. It was just, I can't say, but it's the best and it's not that long a flight. Um, it, I thought it was Africa was like 12 hours. It's not. It's not. It was like six hours or six and a half hours. Stopped in Portugal for a night. And it was just the one. And I recommend it. It was not something I think I would have gone to. Not that I wouldn't like to go to Marrakesh, but there's certainly other places. But now that I've been there, I would, I'm going to go back. And each time I go, it's better, I think, to stop at maybe Italy or, you know, and I met an international crowd in Ace. I met a guy from Madrid, and um, he was an interesting character. He was with his girlfriend of about 25 years old, and maybe he was about 50. Um, and then, of course, he had his wife, his ex-wife. His ex-wife. Yes. So he had his new wife, who was 25 years old and gorgeous. Mm. And his ex-wife, who might have been gorgeous, but was, you know, I mean, still attractive, but aging. And um, I said, well, <laughs> they said, yeah, we travel, we all get along, and um, we spend holidays together, and we go to weddings together. I said, well, that's great. Huh. And um, that's... he has, he said, he, I said, what do you do? And he said to me, I'm a real estate investor. Um, he was born in Madrid. And he just kind of started playing uh -huh. around with flipping like you, Ace, uh -huh. and buying things when he was in his 20s. He yeah. said, I didn't know that much about it. I certainly made a bunch of mistakes. But he said, you know, I guess it's a little corruptish. He said, you know, I knew somebody in the government, and I knew when things were going to foreclose and when they were going to foreclose. So, And he said he doesn't keep much. He has, he said, 750 properties all yeah. told, and some of them are... Um, a lot of them are rental buildings, 
And uh, that's all he's ever done. He said, I don't have anyone working for me. I don't work for anybody. I'm my own person. And I'm rich. So I said, you see? It's not bad. Hey. Hey. You're a grown-up ace. That's it. That's it. So it was just a great experience. Everything was really fun. But I'm glad to be back. And I hope I get rid of this flu. (laughs) I really do. Um, by the way, if you want to follow me on Facebook or Instagram, or you can just follow me, DottieHerman.com, and you'll see some of my great pictures. But it was really uh, what I would consider um, a life experience. Wow. Over-the-top trip. Yeah. And wow. although I'm... Ace, you were traveling too, right? Ace, weren't you traveling too? I was actually in Aspen uh, for D- Douglas Elements mm-hmm. Altitude um, Retreat, so that I was amazing it. too. But it's always amazing. Yeah. I had to decide where I'd go, but I figured I could go to Aspen yeah. next year again. And so, how was Aspen? Great. Aspen was great. You know, we met so many people from all over the country, and it's it's always a good time with Douglas Elements. Yeah, so. it's like yeah. I I just can't say this enough. And I'm not exaggerating. Ace can tell you. It's like a big family. It really is. Sometimes we're dysfunctional, but we're a family. <laughs> um, it really is. And in, in, in Marrakesh, there was a bunch of Douglas Element yeah, people there. We I had saw a that. ball. Yeah, we had a lot of You both had such nice pictures. Both of you. I was sitting there, and I'm like, I got to go with Dottie. I got to go with Ace. Like, you guys can go <laughs> on Facebook and see what these people put up. It's Aspen, that background you had, Ace, with yeah. the snow just touching <clears throat> the ground. Oh, it, was it was like from a photograph. And, it was and, amazing. And it wasn't that cold either. Um, no. Andrew, so it was really good. Really good. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. And it's dry. It's dry in Aspen. It's not like yeah. I think in New York it's moist and damp. And that that coldness kind of goes through you, whereas like when you're skiing or something, it is it doesn't feel as cold. No. <clears throat> By the way, it's Halloween, and I won't be trick-or-treating because I'm too sick. I'm going back to bed when I leave this show. But uh, oh. I love Halloween. It's one of my favorite holidays, and it has become the third most popular American holiday after Christmas first and then Thanksgiving, and consumers will spend over $8 billion on Halloween-related goods, including 600 million pounds of candy. Wow. Wow. Oh, I I love Halloween. Didn't you all love Halloween when you were a kid? Yeah, I still love it. Yeah. I still love it. Yeah. 25% 25% of all the candy sold in America is sold on Halloween. Uh, home decorations and $2.6 billion on costumes, um, $300 million of which are spent on pet customers, co- pet costumes. And for the record, the most popular pet costume this year with which to humiliate man's best friend is a pumpkin. Pumpkin. That doesn't sound like a good costume, really. No. No. Right? Didn't we have better ones? I'm going to take a quick question. I just want to tell you about today's show. Since it's Halloween and I'm in the Halloween spirit, um, and I hope you all are, uh, we're going to talk about real estate and ghosts and real estate and divorce. And at 1030, Jane Gibson is going to join us from Vancouver. And Dr. Gibson is a ghost rescuer. Ghost rescuer. And I believe in ghosts. I was talking to my driver on the way here. And he said to me that his girlfriend loves ghosts. And I said, well, you know, we're on the radio show. We've talked about the Amityville Horror. Would you live there? He said, my girlfriend would. And I said, well, I wouldn't. But anyhow, um, Dr. Gibson is the foremost expert on ghosts in North America. And we're going to discuss how to know if the house you're going to buy has a ghost. Mm. And would you buy it? 
or if you're already living in a house that might have had a ghost you want to leave. And we've had people on the radio show that have told us they have ghosts in their house and that they just don't want to leave. So ghosts are more of a problem for people than you would think. Um, a Google net into, uh, if you go on Google and you do an internet search for getting rid of ghosts, do you have them in your house? Yielded in nearly 2 million hits. Um, by comparison, the search for cleaning ready gutters, well, it, a lot of people believe in ghosts and a lot of people believe they have them. So we're going to find out at 1030, so if you want to stay tuned to that. Just, and at, at 11, um, and though it's sad, um, real estate and divorce, sadly, over 50% of the population of the United States are divorced, which means it's a kind of it's a norm. Yeah. Uh, and it's frequently dividing up real estate is not a consideration when people get married. And I always tell you on the show, Ace tells you, we all tell you, I'm sure uh, Andrew would tell you that when you're in love and everything is going right before you get married, that's when you should decide how you're going to do things if it doesn't work. Mm. And um, we've got the perfect man to talk about um, dividing up real estate and how you should do it. It's Robert Hornberger, and he will be joining us at 11 a.m. Robert is one of the best divorce attorneys in the New York area. He's been a divorce attorney for over 20 years and handled over 1,000 divorces. Uh, we're going to have a discussion about divorce and real estate, and you will not want to miss it. He'll be joining us at 11 a.m., so you can call us at 866-970-9622. Um, in 1949, President Truman increased the minimum wage from 40 cents to 75% on this day. Wow, that's a lot. And uh, if today is your birthday, you share it with Hillary Clinton and hope you're not running for president. But I don't think you are. <laughs> I think this is just publicity to sell your book. Uh, with that, you've been waiting patiently, Sarah from the Bronx. Sarah, good morning and happy Halloween. I'm not sure if they're celebrating. Some people are celebrating it today. Um, how can thanks for calling an eye on real estate? What's your question? Um, thank you, Dottie, and I enjoy your show your show immensely. Thank you. I have two questions. Number one, um, I'm a homeowner, and I recently had a tenant who lived alone, and he expired in the apartment. So, therefore, um, the police officers put a seal on the door. The family had to go to family court to get a um, certificate to be able to have that seal removed, which they have done. Who found him, Sarah? Do you know? Um, one of his relatives. Oh, okay. okay. So my question is, what is my obligation to his children? I think it's the eldest son who is the voluntary administration on the um, surrogate, surrogate court. The surrogate order. court, right, right. Yes. Um, Andrew, you want to yes. tackle that? Yeah, sure. That's a, a great question. And actually, the new rental law is addressed it in a lot of ways. Um, the real question, Sarah, you'll help us. Does the son want the apartment or does he not want the apartment? It's a private home. He doesn't want the apartment. Yes. He doesn't want it. So if he doesn't want the apartment, you could simply write up an agreement with him saying that he doesn't want the apartment and he doesn't. Because what happens is when you take over as an administration, or an executor of an estate, you go into the shoes of, unfortunately, the person who expired. 
And so that person, the son, is going to have the rights. And the simplest way to do it is a one-page sheet. You could write up a surrender agreement with him once he gets what's called letters testamentary from the court. Letters testamentary means he has the power to act as if he's his parent. Sarah, can you hold that for one second? We have to take a quick commercial break, and we'll be right back, and we'll talk to Sarah about what her obligation legally is to the relative of the deceased tenant. We'll be right back. 866-970-9622. Hi, I'm Steve Adubato. Every Sunday, Steve Adubato's Leadership Hour brings you valuable tips on how to become a better leader. I'll also interview leaders in government, business, and other arenas. So catch me, Steve Adubato, Sundays at 2 p.m. for the Leadership Hour, right here on AM 970. At Honig Conti Perino Insurance, protecting your business is our business. Just like you, we're business owners in Manhattan. We're navigating constantly changing regulations, dealing with staffing changes, owning property, protecting ourselves, our employees, our business, and our bottom line. We understand what it means to run a business, especially in this city. Our doors have been open for over 100 years, and it's not because of slick sales. It's because we genuinely care about the people we protect, and that makes all the difference. When you work with Honey Conti Perino Insurance, you don't just get a policy, you get expert advice. A local firm who's been there before. A dedicated team who's looking out for your interests. See the difference for yourself by reaching out to us at HoenigConti.com. That's H-O-N-I-G-C-O-N-T-E dot com. Honig Conti Perino. Protecting your business is our business. Sebastian Gorka here for Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that was formulated by doctors to help your body deal with inflammation and pain. The reason I've told so many of my friends about the three-week quick start is because as we get older, occasional aches and pains can be a real problem keeping you from sleeping through the night or doing the things you love and need to do, like taking walks or playing golf, going up or downstairs, or simply playing with your kids or grandkids. Tens of thousands are now like me, glad they ordered the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. After years of back pain, I found relief, and I believe you could too. Folks, this is why the father and son owners of Relief Factor, Pete and Seth Talbot, created the three-week quick start, and they discounted it to only nineteen ninety-five. Approximately 70% of those who order it go on to order more. Let's see if we can get you out of pain too. Go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com, or call 800-500-8384. National competition for your business is eating away at your customer base. Like digital marketing minions swallowing your customers one by one. You need Salem Surround. When a customer does a search, they need to find your business, not the competition. Your contact information needs to be accurate and all over the web. You need the right tools to turn visitors into leads. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence. Learn more at surroundnewyork.com. Surroundnewyork.com. Connecting you with new customers. For our Ask the Lawyer friends and listeners, you can attend any of Connors & Sullivan's free seminars on elder law, Medicaid, wills, and estate planning, and more. Yes, it's all free. So come to Connors & Sullivan's free seminars. On Monday, October 28th at Bocelli Ristorante, 1250 Highland Boulevard in Staten Island at 11 a.m., 3 p.m., and 7 p.m., and then again on Tuesday, October 29th in Midtown Manhattan at the 3 West Club, 3 West 51st Street at 11 
11 a.m. and 3 p.m. Can't go to any Connors & Sullivan's free seminars? Then call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 for your own free office appointment. Make an educated decision on your estate and family legal solutions today. Just call Connors & Sullivan at 718-238-6500 or go to connorsandsullivan.com. Connors & Sullivan, plan now for later. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Join me and the son of our president, Donald Trump Jr. On November the 1st at the next Dining Out Dialogues. We'll be at Bobby Vans at Park Avenue from 3 to 6 p.m. Join us. Call Bobby Vans for reservations today. It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back. Um, we're in the process of you know, talking to Sarah. Who, Sarah? Are you is it your home or do you do you own that home? And she's talking to Andrew about two important factors. Number one, it is a three-family legal house. Oh, nice. Number two, um, because of his medical history and background. The medical examiner um, denounced his death as a as natural causes. Okay, well, Andrew, does that make any difference? So, or not? so I don't understand Andrew's point in response to well, d- does the son want the apartment? The document clearly states that he is to be given access. Only to remove for the removal and removal of the body. No, no, no. Removal of the tenant's personal. Oh, personal property. Right, right. Yes. So I don't know, Andrew. I missed your. I missed what you said. So you kind of feel like I'm happy to explain. Yeah, no, I'll definitely explain. So Sarah, the real question is what your goal was. And so I, what are you trying to accomplish with respect to this? How much family? time do I need to give to the family? Because it's not stated in the certificate from the surrogates court to give the family to remove his personal belongings. And that's what I was getting at, Sarah. So what I was saying to you is in the state of New York, there's only two ways to deal with someone that's in a rental. Option A, they agree to leave. Option B. You evict them. And so what I was suggesting to you is the person that takes the place of the deceased person is called the heir or the executor administrator. And so the circuit's court gives them what's called letters testamentary, which is power to act for the family. And what I was suggesting to you No, he doesn't have... Only to remove his personal belongings from the property. A letters testamentary would give him power overall for getting the fact of your property to act as the administrator of the state. Well, he so doesn't have two. a letter of but, testamentary. But, Andrew, Andrew, I think really just to be less technical, because we yeah, can please. attorney this to death, I think the Sorry. question that Sarah's asking would be a question I'd ask. In other words, how much time does she have to give um, the son and respectfully to move his, what is it, his, 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 father's? his father's personal stuff from the apartment? And, you know, let's say he doesn't. Um, then I guess you put it in a box. I mean, how much time does she, you know, is there a, a, a number? Or is there it is just... no date. There is no date. So let me answer date. you, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah, listen. 
So the answer is you have to give them unlimited time unless you were to evict them. That's what I'm trying to Excuse tell you. Excuse me, a, but he a was homeowner. a homeowner. The, the apartment also, he was renting as a month-to-month tenancy. Yes, and under a month-to-month tenancy as well, you can't just do what's called a self-help eviction. So if you change the locks without a court order, they can I, sue but, you. But, for, but you're being technical, and I, I guess so you can saying, get sued. But if you have a month-to-month... change the locks. They have yeah, assets. I mean, so what I'm saying to you again is, just one more time, is I would contact the... Did we lose you? Did I lose? I'm still here. Oh, okay. Well, you know what I would do? I mean, I think it's just common sense. You have the number of the son. I think I would just, if I had the number, I'd just call the son and say, look, I'm going to put everything in a box. You know, I'll give you another week or whatever, a couple of whatever. And when do you think, or I'd say, when do you think you're going to get here to remove your dad's stuff? And I would give him, you know, I'd give him a certain amount of time. And then I'd put it all in a box and, you know, I'd probably put it somewhere and wait a little bit. But then you, you know, you... If it's a month-to-month, you know, you just don't have to renew. You don't necessarily have to evict somebody. I don't, I don't have to evict anybody. And 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 the apartment, his tenancy, um, was upon you know upon death. Yeah, his tenancy ended upon death. Well, why don't you just death. you know maybe just can you just try to. Call the the son and just see when he's going to pick up the stuff, and so maybe he'll just pick it up, and you won't have any problem, and there'll be nothing to worry about or talk about. But I get your point; you want to probably get the apartment cleaned up and re-rent it. So um, I don't know what's reasonable, but and move on. And any yeah. judge would not give you unended or unlimited amount of time when you're in a private so. home. I'm not so. in a rental dwelling or an apartment building. Yeah, it's not like a city. It's, it's, uh, it's my private it's home. It's her private home. It's, I think, different. So, so um, I'm back. I had a little problem with technical being able to hear everyone. But I just want everyone to know, as what Sarah's saying, I get your point. Your point, Sarah, again, one more time, is that you want to get this person out. But you want to be able private, to figure out what's going on. Home. It's, it's a not, private home. Yeah, it's but what home. I want you to know is the law doesn't differentiate. So the I like Dottie's suggestion so demise. much. The tenant is deceased. And, all right. Well, there's that. no point to argue this. Okay, at yeah, the no, end of the that. day, Cole, I think you know. I love it. At the I mean, listen, you can. I love a good argument, but well, the point Daddy, is, I, I think I like it's common sense, and I think that that's the mythology that I'm going to use. I think so I would I too. Do. I don't. I don't think I would. I don't think I'd hold something open for somebody. Uh, I would be courteous. No, and I you're would interrupting my life. Right, I would be courteous, and if he just died, I'd give the son or the relatives some time to get in. But if not, I'd just put it in a box, and I'd, uh, you know, I'd wait. Well, I'll put. I'm going to put it in a storage company if they don't come to take it out. Yeah, but then you're going to pay for that. Now I'm going to pay the first month. I will notify them. That's a smart idea. I think that's a smart idea. I don't think anyone's going to interrupt. I just I need to add in there. um, You got to be very careful while you're doing that because there's something called bailment law, and if you keep paying it, you're fine. But you have an obligation to keep their stuff in safekeeping. And I really like Dottie's suggestion. One more time, just call the son. You can work it out. I'm sure he doesn't want the apartment. I'm sure he just wants to get out of it too. Just call him. Well, I'm not going to rent him the apartment. All right. Well, whatever, you know. And, Dottie, my second question is this. The person who's coming on to talk about ghosts, I would like to find out, is there anything that I can use 
to kind of like cleanse that apartment well, since he did expire okay, there? Stay on the line, Sarah, because we are so thrilled. We have Dr. Jane Gibson, uh, who is credentialed as this. She's a healing practitioner and a Reiki master, a Reiki master and an ordained minister. Her PhD is in metaphysics. She lives in Vancouver, but she works all over the world and has sent ghosts into the light as far away as the United Kingdom. Her website is Jane, J-A-Y-N-E, at ghost, one word, ghostrescuer.com. Hi, Jane. Good morning to you. How are you? Thank you, Jane. So we're so looking forward to hearing what you do, and I have Sarah call for a different question, but she has a question. But first, would you tell everybody who's listening exactly what you do and what services you provide for people? Well, I, I am a ghost rescuer, and so I, um, I help earthbound ghosts move on and go into the light so that they can go home. Um, I also do energy clearing and um, any sort of negative energy clearing in people's homes and get them so that they're, you know, feeling, I don't know, comfortable and harmonious again, once again, in their home. Um, Do you believe um, that, Dr. Gibson, do you believe that all ghosts need to be rescued? I most certainly do. That's one of the values that I hold very dear in my work. I feel that any spirit, any, any, you know, earthbound ghost would need to go into the light in order to spiritually grow. We all deserve the opportunity to grow spiritually and to move on and to make, you know, other plans with, um, you know, the, the energy and the destiny that we all have and, um, absolutely, I, I believe that um, sending a ghost, crossing them over and sending them into the light is the very best thing and very um, most compassionate thing that we can do. So, Dr. Gibson, do do you believe that everyone is a, becomes a ghost, or when they cease, or or they, or just? Dottie, I'm having an awful time hearing you. Do you believe that everyone becomes ghosts when they pass? No. Okay, no, so how do we determine no. who, how do we know that there's a ghost or somebody's become a ghost? As Sarah just had someone die in her apartment. How does she know if there's a ghost there for, of him? Yes, I've just been listening a little bit to, to Sarah's um, uh, situation there. Um, there. There are many reasons how we know that uh, there's a ghost in the house, you know, there's, or in your office. Okay, um, you, you know might, what? You might find that there's, you know, cold spots in in the house. You might find um, Dr. Gibson. Moved. If you would just hold on, I we're talking to Dr. Gibson, who is uh, a healing practitioner, and she can get help you get rid of your ghosts or tell you if there are ghosts in there. Um, We're going to talk about that and how to know if there's a ghost in your home and what to do about it, how you can utilize the services right after the break. 866-970-9622. We'll be right back with Dr. Gibson.
Dr. Sebastian Gorka wants to see the Republicans fight. What we saw today, that handful of people from the Freedom Caucus busting into that secret trial, that fake, fake impeachment, this could turn things around because we have to start fighting. Marquis of Queensbury doesn't work anymore. We have to play politics. We have to fight politically like they do. Dr. Sebastian Gorka, afternoons at 3, right before Kevin McCullough at 5 on AM 970. The Answer, brought to you in part by Connors and Sullivan Attorneys at Law. Whether you need help drafting a will, trust, power of attorney, or health care proxy, their experienced team of attorneys have been helping clients plan their estates for over 30 years. In an era where it's tough to know which news outlet to trust, at a time where it's difficult to find facts, not just opinion, there is an oasis in the news desert. It's the Cats Roundtable. John Katsimatidis, the personification of the American dream, who built a multi-billion dollar business empire, talks with some of the nation's top newsmakers every Sunday morning at 8.30 a.m., You won't just hear partisan spin. You'll hear directly from the newsmakers who are shaping the news cycle in the city, the country, and the world. On the Cats Roundtable, you won't just hear about politics. You'll hear about science, business, education, animal rights, and any other topics that you're interested in. Catch the Cats Roundtable every Sunday morning, starting at 8.30, right after Morano in the Morning on AM 970. The Answer. Veterans Day is right around the corner. What better way to celebrate this day of remembrance than with AM 970's Morning Man and Patriot, Joe Piscopo, at an Army football game. AM 970 is hosting the ultimate Army game fan experience at the iconic Mikey Stadium. Purchase exclusive VIP tickets to the November 9th Army game at goarmy.eventbrite.com. That's goarmy.eventbrite.com. Act now and get the early bird special price of $74.99 if you purchase your ticket before October 31st. Prices will go up and tickets are limited, so get them while you can. The Answer? Go to am970theanswer.com to listen live. Tune in to podcasts from the shows you missed anytime you want. Learn more about our advertisers. Join the AM970 fan club and sign up for events. am970theanswer.com Asthma symptoms can attack anywhere, like on a city street. (coughs) Now you can get fast relief anywhere with new improved Primatine Mist. The only FDA-approved asthma inhaler available over the counter. So whether you need relief of symptoms at the park... Or at your kitchen table. Primatine Mist starts working quickly, opening up your airways to restore free breathing. For temporary relief of mild symptoms of intermittent asthma, use Primatine Mist and breathe easy again. Available at CVS, Rite Aid, and Walgreens. Use as directed. Thinking about life insurance? Did you know in just a few minutes you can find the best price from up to 10 price competitive companies for free? You can with SelectQuote. For example, George is 39. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $22 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino, and believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551 or go to selectquote.com since 1985 we shop you save get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors not available in all states (laughs) 
It's I on Real Estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie Herman. We're back, and you are listening to I Am Real Estate. I'm Dottie Herman. I'm here with Ace Bartusop, Parp, and Andrew Heap. And we are talking to Dr. Gibson, who is credentialed. Uh, she's a credentialed healing practitioner and Reiki master and ordained minister, and her Ph.D. is in metaphysics. Um, she lives in, in Vancouver, and... Um, she works all over the world and has sent ghosts into the light as far away as the United Kingdom. So, and Aunt Jane, uh, Dr. Gibson, I, I don't know how you want me to refer to you as, but Dr. Gibson, so how do you know that you might have ghosts? And if so, what would what do you do? Do you let them stay? And You know, what's the whole, or you think that you want to help them to pass? Dottie, I hope I've got your question right. I'm having a hard time hearing you. Oh, oh do you hear me now? I can hear you better now, yeah. Okay. I, I think that, you know, you know that you have a ghost in your house when things just don't feel very good in there. Um, you know, you walk into your house, the energy feels heavy. Sometimes, you know, that, that heavy energy will affect your mood. So you will feel maybe a little bit depressed. Or maybe you'll feel a little bit, um, you know, sort of tired all the time. There's often, you know, cold spots in your house you might feel scared anxious um you've out been out and about you've had a wonderful day you come home and suddenly now you just feel depressed you know there's other signs of course that you know that you have a ghost in your house um there's sometimes people tell me that they feel like they're being watched um you know they see things that are moving around the radio comes on, the television comes on, the volume suddenly goes up on the television, all, all kinds of things like that. Okay, so... Children and pets are, you know, always a good, a good screen, you know, for, for knowing whether there's activity in your house because they can see them and they can, um, they can feel them a lot easier than we can as So you're as saying adults. that children and pets have an easier time either feeling their presence... Or yeah, sometimes, it. yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so are there such a th- are there good ghosts and bad ghosts or, you know, are there well, good ghosts? I, I mean, I or mean, are I, they I all kind of, you know, I mean, when you think of ghosts, I think of Halloween and yes, and actually I grew up I'm dating myself, but Casper, who was the friendly ghost. I like Casper. Yes, I love Casper. Ghost, yes, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Well, you know, it's... Um, when when somebody dies and their soul goes out of their body, if they had lived a life where they were not feeling very good, they were maybe um, angry most of the time, and these people had a bad temper, um, that sort of thing, the soul then carries those human emotions with them if they don't cross over into the light. So you can have a ghost that you would consider to be bad, uh, because they have, they carry that very bad behavior and that anger and and pain with them, and they don't have a body anymore to temper it with. So you're going to have a, a difficult time with a ghost that's like that. They're still going to be, you know, having those feelings. You you don't heal. A, a, a soul needs to heal and 
a soul needs to go and cross over into the light in order to heal. And once they cross over, they have an instant healing. So it's really important that a ghost goes into the light and that we move them and cross them over. So if you should, I mean, I've had customers who kind of have asked me, um, I've never been able successfully to allow that, but they said, well, the homeowner, we want to buy this house, but we want to make sure that there's no, well, that the spirits are not bad spirits. Um, can we stay over before we close? And I'm saying, no, 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 no. But how would you, so if you think there's a ghost, is that when somebody can call you or get onto your website? Absolutely. Get onto my website, have a look and see the information that I have on there. Um, if you suspect that you have a ghost. Okay, let me give it to everyone again. And um, Dr. Gibson's website is Jane, J-A-Y-N, at ghost rescuer.com jane at ghostrescuer.com so you should go on jane's website and you can get a lot more information and what should someone do they go on your website and then should they clean the house i mean what should sarah do she doesn't know if there's ghosts there yet she should just go in the apartment and how would she determine just well, Sarah has an interesting situation there, too, because I, from what I could tell from the conversation, this person was ill for quite a long time. Um, is that correct? Correct. Okay. Okay, so, so they were ill for a while, and they were in the home, and they were ill. And, you know, that energy of the illness causes a great pockets of negative energy that are in your house. And then the person eventually, you know, succumbed to their illness and they died. Um, so just because somebody died in your home doesn't mean that there's a ghost in there or that they did not cross over. Um, you know, dying in the home is a viable place to, you know, to um, transition, which is great. But my guess is that you probably need a good energy clearing in there, Sarah. You could go into the home, into that home and use some sage, um, you know, do a sage smudge if you, if you want to, um, and that may help, but um, you're more than welcome to, to contact me, and, you know, we can certainly do an energy clearing in that space just to get things all cleared up and make sure that the next person that's moving in isn't going to be affected by that heavy, you know, um, negative energy that was in there. And to make sure, of course, that your, um, you know, your past tenant has crossed over. Well, I would like to say that it is my belief that he has crossed over because yeah. they, he was a good person. Nobody could pass outside and ask for 50 cents or 25 cents, and he didn't give you a dollar, two dollars, three dollars. Always more than what you asked for. And he went happily. Okay, well, you know, and and that's probably, you know, you're probably absolutely right. So I'm aware of what you're talking about, because even before he expired, there was this small dog in the backyard, and that dog, before daybreak that morning, cried and cried and cried like it was actually a baby, but like it was stuck somewhere. And then the dog has a little sister or brother back there. The other dog 
just started barking. But that dog cried as if it was a child. Wow. Yeah, that's kind of sad, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Well, and I and I do want to say as well, you know, that even good people, you know, decide to stay back and don't go into the light. It's not it's not about being a good person on the face of the earth or not. Um, you know, um, even really horrible people go ahead and cross over into the light. It's not about the life that you led here. Um, that's a that's a huge metaphysical um, conversation that we could have another time. But um, you know that you you just need to make sure that people have crossed over that they know. Sometimes people feel that they have unfinished business left, you know, on earth, and that's why they don't cross over right away and go into the light. So, you know, there's all kinds of reasons why a person would choose not to go into the light and just stay in that. I call it the between time. So it's, a, you know, just a place where, um, in a dimension where they, where they sit and they... You know, so, Dr. Doctor Gibson, one one last question. I so if somebody buys a new home or rents a new apartment, um, should should they? Is there something that they should do? Simply, you know, not knowing whether there's any ghosts, if you believe in them or not. Um, but even if you don't, you might want to do it just anyway. Is there something someone should do just to cleanse their home, and or do you ask the ghosts to leave, or do you? Uh, just uh, order them to leave, or is there anything somebody should do, if especially if they're, let's say, just moving into someplace new? Well, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> let me let me try and address that for you. I would say, and you know, any time that you're moving, you're moving in, you're moving out. Um, you know, you should have a house clearing, and you should have an energy clearing done in your house regardless of whether there's a ghost or there's not. Simply because you're going to have a really good move-out day, you're going to have a really great move-in day. Um, I've had that feedback many, many times, just from simply having the energy cleared in that house. What you want is to be able to go into a house with your own energy and and bring your own energy into that space instead of coping with the energy that is already there. Um, Pockets of negative energy are really heavy and they don't, you can't just open the window and, you know, and have them go. And and ghosts don't leave on their own. So, you know, you really do need to have a professional come in and do that clearing and cleaning for you. So then anyone can reach you at, is it J-A-Y-B-E or J-A-Y-N-E? J-A-Y-N-E, right, Jane? At J-A-Y-N-E at, at ghostrescuer.com. That's my email address. Okay. And what you, and we, if we go on that, will we get your website? No, that's my email address. Okay. My website is ghostrescuer.com. Ghostrescuer.com. I would suggest you just go on it and see what you say, and then you can always get um, Jane at yeah, at com. Thank you so much, Jane. Do you want to say something? And we want to thank you for being here. Uh, well, I thank you so much for having me on the show. It's been really, it's a pleasure. Um, I also have a Facebook page, so um, people can go on the Facebook if you'd, if you'd like to do that. 
So that's just Ghost Rescuer in Vancouver. And on my ghostrescuer.com website, there's a contact page, and you can go on there and fill in the contact form, and I will get back to you via email through there. Thank you so much, Jane. Thanks for being here. And if you celebrate Halloween in uh, Vancouver, happy Halloween. Thank you. You're listening Thank to you Ion. so much. I, I wish you a happy day. Thank you. You're listening to Ion Real Estate. And gosh, that was an interesting subject. Um, so some of you, it's hard to really get back to real estate after doing that kind of, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. But anyhow, we've had big jumps in prices in September and we're into October. And I know mortgage applications are up. What's the mortgage rates now, Ace? Ooh, they're right around three and a half percent, Dottie. So again, I mean, we keep. You know what's happened? This been low for such a long time that I think people like take it for granted yeah. that they're always going to be low, and so I don't see them rising too much in the near future. But you guys don't realize how I always say how lucky you really are if you're purchasing a home or you're moving up today because. You know, your borrowing power is much greater. You can borrow more money when the interest rates are lower. So those of you who are selling, even if you don't need a mortgage, it's going to help people afford to buy more. Uh, And if you're buying a home, obviously, uh, ideally, you're paying a lot less than interest. So uh, you're at a great time um, if you are purchasing or selling. and. I can't say any better. I think I, I told you I bought when it was like fifty. I, it was like I don't know, sixteen percent or something like that. It was ridiculous. Dottie, I have some wealthy clients right now that can buy cash, and they're not they're because not, the interest yeah. rates are so low. They're using their cash to invest. It's like free money. I think you said on TV. I what do. was the days that she said? I said it's yeah. free money. Oh, it's free money. Free money. Yeah, yeah I it, it really is. Um, and by the way, the housing market's pretty stable. The only markets that really are a little bit sluggish on the markets that are higher end, uh, 750 and up. And I guess in the New York area, I think part of it is the tax problem. You know, with we, I, I think I did a Jonathan Miller who does our yeah. market reports. I think I wrote on his site, you know, he just published his Long Island market reports. And, you know, he actually talked about the market and that higher end uh, of 750 and above was sluggish. And I said, New York City, be careful and watch out. Like, I mean, you can't push people so much that they have to leave. Um, But Long Island, by the way, you guys are doing pretty well. And uh, obviously they say there's an uptick in the Hamptons. There's not an uptick in the Northbrook. There's not enough transactions to look at a quarter and really know if it's up or down drastically. Because there's so few transactions that a big sale, let's say $22 or something, that you have an extra sale would make the market go up 30% and vice versa. So I, I just say the market's kind of not eventful and it's a good time to buy. Dottie, after the break, we're having the divorce attorney on and I just can't wait. I hope our listeners call us up at 866-970-9622. Oh, yes. And he's someone that you know well and one of the best attorneys. Oh, yes. Yes. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Iron Real Estate. Um, happy Halloween, and we'll be right back with one of the top. Divorce- Iron Real Estate with Dottie Herman is sponsored by Citizens Bank NA. <laughs> 